time for Pepper's Banjo Hour. Welcome back to Oscar Night. I'm Dick Chipper, and I'll be your host for this star-studded edition of Call-In News, the finest 24-hour radio news program in the Akron area. During the break, I took some calls from listeners who are allegedly reporting on the biggest event in Hollywood. According to Brenda off Route 7, Brian Cranston has won the men's 40-meter putting on deodorant with two hands. Meanwhile, British singer Donovan took first place in the women's smell relay. And lastly, Nicki Minaj took first place in freestyle vansplaining. Congratulations, Nicki. Now, of course, these aren't the usual categories we expect to see in the Oscars. In fact, we've been looking for anything that resembles the first category, Best Soundtrack Editing, for about six hours now. But remember, folks, I don't check the news, I just take your calls. And speaking of calls, I see that Tabitha on Chesterfield Drive is on the line. Tabitha, can you tell me who won for Best Soundtrack Editing? I haven't got a clue, Dick. But I do have lots of clues about the government using alchemical techniques originally developed by the Lost Ancients and stolen by oil companies in an attempt to take control of the public's free will. Great news, Tabitha, but I'm going to have to cut you off right there. You're going to have to hold on to those theories until 3 a.m. when we do Illuminati Illustrated with me, Dick Chipper. Or am I? Tune in and find out. Now, now y'all get yourself down over here. I know you're real interested in going down to that opium den, but you know that den's got bears in it, and you know what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to be too interested in giving you that milk of the poppy until you give them something that they want, and you know it's just not going to be money, and it's it's not going to be, you know, your average, you know, I hate to say it, but your average picnic basket. Uh, they're, they're mostly going to want... Uh, some prime honey. I know it seems stereotypical, but that is the kind of thing that they do like. And if you want to get yourself uh, really doped up for a couple hours, uh, I recommend some wildflower or maybe the orange blossom and definitely raw stuff. I mean, you know, you're going for the raw stuff, so you want to give them that. And I'm just, uh, sweetheart, all I just, I just don't want you to get mauled. <laughs> Next up on the line is our old friend John Puberty. John, do you have any idea who won the Oscar for Best Soundtrack Editing? Yes, sir. I do believe that was Dorothea Tip for her groundbreaking work on the adaptation of Mandible Jones's seminal novel, I Was Reared in Oxnard Port. Interesting take, John. Does it bother you that Jones's psychosexual masterpiece has never been filmed? No, sir, not one bit. It exists in my mind, Dick, and this soundtrack is perfect. Can I play SimCity 2000 now? God made the silkworm before man. God did not intend man to be nude. (laughs) 
do, listener. I'm Paige Pembleton, and this is Pages Pages. This week on Pages Pages, we take a look at Charleston v. Manhattan's newest work, Baby Arm, an American Romp. It took only two sentences for Baby Arm, an American Romp to capture my imagination. Harold Jefferson was in every way a strong, healthy, handsome American man. Every way but one, that is. And that one way was that he had a baby arm. The tale of Harold Jefferson is one of intrigue, loss, excitement, adventure, and sexual fear. From his youthful encounters with the menacing gang Handsome Dan and the Handsome Mans, to his adolescence on the slop barges of Milwaukee, Harold's experiences combined to tell a greater story about the American experience. I was particularly struck by this touching description of Harold's mother as she lay on her deathbed. Lucintia was in her slow decline towards death exactly as she was in her prime, stoic and incontinent. She raised her thin, wrinkled hand and brushed it gently along the soft, plump skin of his baby arm. Harold, she said, her eyes dark with the sights they had beheld, her mouth a firm, obstinate line. I've just shit all over the fitted sheet. Please call the nurse. There have been whispers in the world of literary criticism, whispers I could hardly believe before I read Baby Arm, an American romp. But I am now prepared to say before you all, Dear listeners, that this, this is the great American novel. This is it. All you hopeful scribes staring at a blinking cursor in Microsoft Word can go ahead and discard those changes. Give up. Go home. It's not getting any better than this. I said go home! Get out of here! This episode of Brian Weekly was written and performed by Mark Just Banjo Popham, Max Clogged with Englishman Eddie, Estelle Illuminati Basher Malmed, Whitney Southern Comforter Reynolds, Kathy I Don't Own a Chair Fisher, Brandon Narratorior Kirkman, and Michael Every Voice But His Own Arthur, who also does our music. Did you know that in 1976, the long-running Banjo Hour broadcast began on KJZZ, helmed by Johann Pappy McRiddler? Budget cuts and the ravages of time have since forced Pappy to greatly reduce the length of his program from 60 minutes to just under 30 seconds. But somehow, Pappy manages to get in the same amount of impressive American folk music performance. For more factoids like this one, follow us on Twitter, at Brian Weekly. To never hear these factoids again, rate our podcast on iTunes. Yeah.